0: Welcome to our Thursday Thoughts, a weekly podcast brought to you by Bainology and Leadership Logistics, LLC. I am your host, Jeff Bain. Each week, we will highlight a leadership element from my 45-year career of striving for excellence. I will offer you my pondering thoughts on my experiences both with unique opportunities and significant challenges. For the next few minutes, I encourage you to sit back relax, and reflect on how you might best enhance your leadership skill set. This week's Bainology podcast is going to deviate just a little bit from what we had planned. Our plan was to have our second installment on career enhancements, but with the 22nd anniversary of 9-11, I'd like to share with you a leadership trait that I probably really realized the first time, the importance and the value of empathy. During those days and weeks, I guess, but mostly eight to 14 days on campus, it really made me understand that empathy is a vital product of leadership. Essentially, it's putting yourself in someone else's position and feeling what they really feel. It's said in in the dictionary definition, it's the ability to emotionally understand what other people feel. It's to see their point of view, you might say. Even more specifically, imagine yourself in their place. I kind of see empathy as emotional leadership, compassion, if you may say. As I said before, I really truly believe it took the events of 9-11-2001 for me to fully understand the value and the importance of empathy in our leadership positions. I'd always heard of it and thought about it and really thought I knew what it meant, but I don't think I've ever experienced it to the level that I have with our students on campus. So if you would, as a result If you would provide me a little empathy and allow me to share with you the events that took place on our campus the week 22 years ago. And I'll eventually, uh, at the end of this podcast, kind of summarize why the empathy part came so valuable to me personally and professionally. My day on that morning started like 90%, I guess, of most other days with a quick stop where I went to my go-to place for a morning cup of coffee and my little Debbie's oatmeal cookie cake, I guess you would call it. I could not really get over what a beautiful morning it was that day. It was a beautiful fall morning. There wasn't a cloud in the sky, and the sky was so pretty and blue, I-, I can still see it today. And this was about 7.45 in the morning on Central Standard Time. And as I checked out that morning, even the cashier at Bull Market says, I wish every day could be like today. You know, and that phrase that she spit out there and a glow of refreshment really played over and over in my mind several times later that day and evening and later on into the week that she wished every day could be like today. As I arrived on campus, our normal monthly staff meeting usually started at 9 o'clock in the morning, but I had to move this one up about 30 minutes, I guess it was, because I needed to go out to our soccer field, we call it our East Campus, and mark the lines off for a very early afternoon soccer contest. It had rained all weekend here in town, and on Monday, when I usually mark the fields off the day before the game, uh, it was still very, very wet, so I decided to do it late on Tuesday morning of that time. And as it was time to start our meeting at 8.30 in our team room, our basketball coaches were still a little late coming in. They were hanging out down the hallway in their offices. And I yelled down the hall, let's go, guys. Time to go. And when they came in, they had a little blank look on their face. And they said, the news says a plane has crashed into one of the World Trade Center towers. I said, guys, I had the opportunity to be up in those towers about two years ago And a little plane is going to bounce off there like a bug on a windshield. Let's go. we got a meeting to get to. Nothing else was said much. And we kind of went through our normal hours, uh, hour-long meeting. And you got to remember, there were no social media back in those days. The only news components back in 2001 was really your radio stations and TV. So as the meeting wrapped up and we all went back to our offices, we then learned what was unfolding in New York City and D.C. And we were all sitting around trying to understand really what has just happened, why, and who was doing it. So as I hustled off, I said I still got to mark the fields off. So I headed out to the East Campus to start that, and it was uh, probably about eleven o'clock in the morning. Just after I got there, their athletic director had called me and said, "Jeff, uh, we're loading up the bus now, ready to head your ways. We'll make sure that we're still playing." And I didn't think a lot about it the delay. Our game was 1.30, and it was still, you know, the time was ticking. I really had to get the fields marked off. And I told him, I said, I really haven't heard anything from our commissioner or the game officials. I assume I have talked with our coaches, and they're kind of numb like I am and really didn't know what the next step would be. I says, if there's any reason that your coach or yourself think we shouldn't play, we won't play. I'll tell them it's my decision. He said, Jeff, yeah, we're kind of the same boat you are. We really don't know what to do then. I said, well, come on, and we'll play it, and I'll take care of them, and we'll, we'll do fine. And so we really had no other choice at that point in time. Nothing else was really said about it. For the next several hours, I guess, as the news from New York City became more clear and apparent what had happened, I really started second-guessing myself with a decision uh, to play the games or not. But I realized there really wasn't any script or protocol for what had happened to go by. As I would said before, I hadn't had any word back from the commissioner or anything from the officials. And as far as I knew, there was no objections from anyone to play. So uh, as I searched for answers, and I promise you I searched everywhere, I was drawing a blank. Uh, then I thought about an idea. I glanced at the both teams' rosters. We were playing a men's game and a women's game. And I started counting, and I realized there were approximately, I think, 18 to 20 international students that had come to America. And I thought, these kids came to America for the freedoms, the opportunities that we have here. And I'm not going to let any terrorist or group come in and short-live that opportunity. So rightly or wrongly, I said, play on, as they say in soccer, play on. You know, and I'm still not sure today if that was the right decision. Uh, We played the game, and for many reasons, there really wasn't a script to go by. And considering the timeline that we had, I think we did the right thing at the right time. But when the teams gathered, I thought about what I would do or say. Uh, I gathered both teams together along with our teams at midfield and explained the rationale of why we had decided to play the game. And if they, collective as a group, thought it was not a good idea, we would call the game off. And there was no idea there of what to do, anything different than what we would already planned. So I collected and, and spoke to them in privately about that and included a prayer for both the victims of had happened that morning and a prayer to help our world be a better place. So in closing of the comments that I had, I came up with a a little saying, a little thought that I really hadn't planned. It just came out as the opportunity aroused. I said something about, let's play our games today with international flavor that we have here on the pitch and with unparalleled sportsmanship. I said, we have to really rally together together like never before, because tomorrow will never be like yesterday. As both games were played, it almost was like it was played in slow motion. When the goals were scored, it was a very quiet high five back and forth, and that was about the extent of the excitement. And I really, sincerely don't remember who won the games or not, but I do remember at the conclusion of the games the post-game congratulations and the handshakes and the hug seemed a little bit more uh, sincere than in the past. There was a camaraderie between the two teams that played through that, especially with international flavor, made it pretty sweet. But the real lesson I think that I learned was as the week unfolded and into the next week, and I always have a open-door policy for the students And they know it, and it was very apparent that there was a lot more traffic coming in, and they would not only just step in, they would just sit down and begin to talk. And what I realized, they just needed somebody to talk to, to share their thoughts, to share their feelings of the world situation. And they really wasn't seeking any answer. They just wanted to talk and share their anxiety and their anger and their frustration and their confusion, just like I was. They needed somebody to talk to, and as a result of those few students that kept popping in my door, we started having team meetings just to talk about what had happened, and as I just said, it was a great opportunity for them just to talk about what was on their mind, and I had learned a lot, and I hope they did, because you have to think, these freshmen were just dropped off on campus like three weeks ago in no time at all, and there was a lot to be digested from what had happened in the start of school, not only from the students, but from the faculty and the staff, as well as mom and dad also at home. So I sincerely learned a lot those two weeks about leadership, that it's not always about leading with all the right answers. Sometimes it's leading by just listening and reflecting empathy of what's being said from others. Thank you for joining us and sharing your valuable time. We hope that we were able to provide you with at least one golden nugget takeaway to help enhance your leadership foundation. If I can be of any assistance to you or my team to help you or your organization, please visit us at leadershiplogisticsllc.com. We would be honored to have the opportunity to assist you in building and reflecting a strong brand. An investment in your brand is an investment for your success. Excellence is a choice, a mindset, executed every day, with a plan and with a purpose. There are no off days in building your brand. Thus, every day is game day.